All right, Am Vosh, and today I am extremely excited because we have the youngest Juno nominee of all time joining us here on the show. And not only the youngest Juno nominee of all time, but also the team that helped him to craft that album, which also happens to be his parents, two members of the incredible band Walk Off the Earth, and Sarah Blackwood and Gianni Illuminati, as well as their son, Romeo. Oh, I am having a wonderful day. I am so excited. How's it going with all of you? We are doing great. We're currently in Costa Rica, so we are not complaining about anything. Yeah. Pura it's not vida. bad here. <laughs> Hard to have problems, I must say, out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, I'm glad that you guys are taking some time to uh, enjoy yourselves because you have uh, quite a uh, busy schedule. I mean, Romeo Eats Season 2 just wrapped up. Walk Off the Earth just released a new single. There's an upcoming tour. There's so much going on inside of your guys' world. And of course, we need to jump into Romeo Eats. I mentioned it. Romeo himself, the youngest Juno nominee of all time. So for all of this to happen, you guys have to discover Romeo has a diverse palette. So when exactly did you guys discover exactly that? Basically, when he started eating regular food. So at about six, eight months, a year, he started to he started to eat food. And Johnny is really big into different kinds of foods, experimenting with different things that you might not even be able to find where we live and stuff like that. He's always at different sh- different stores that sell different kinds of foods. And anyway, just from him kind of trying those things and getting excited about them, Romeo just really took a passion to it and started saying like, dad, I want to try that. I want some, I want some, I want some. And, and right then we noticed that he did have such a diverse palette. So we started putting him in our Instagram stories and little live streams of him eating things with Johnny, different things that people might find interesting. And they did. And they just were writing us saying, we want to see Romeo eat other stuff, you know, or my kids watch Romeo eat this and now they want to try it. And we, we, we then kind of saw that there was a real educational factor to, to Romeo eating. And so we decided to create a show called Romeo Eats, where he just tries all kinds of different things. Some of them are very unique. Some of them are just everyday foods like broccoli or avocados. And, and uh, then there's durian fruits and soursops and stuff that are a little bit, little bit different. But we just really wanted to showcase that side of him and also give parents a show to watch on YouTube that wouldn't drive them absolutely insane. <laughs> and that's where the music came from. That's when we decided to put a song to each episode of what they were eating and have it be music that wouldn't drive parents up the wall. Because <laughs> there's lots of that out there. <laughs> Definitely. A lot of children's music out there. And that's one thing that I love is I'm not even a parent. And I turned on the sushi song, like the first thing that I checked. And right away, you hear Romeo's voice in the background. Sushi! And it's like just catchy <laughs> beat right away. And it's like, oh, I, this is a children's album? Yeah. That's a fine line, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so in two seasons, like you mentioned, he's tried some fairly diverse uh, foods here. You mentioned durian. He's tried pomelo. I mean, he's tried fancier truffle than I've probably ever even seen with my own eyes. Like, uh, <laughs> what would you say some of his favorite things that you've uh, tried have been so far? What was your favorite thing you tried? The stinky fruit. The stinky fruit. The durian fruit. Ooh, the durian. Really? I'm surprised. I just watched the mango episode recently, and I saw he was loving that. I thought maybe that might take the cake, but the durian. Ooh. Yeah, it changes daily. Yeah. Pomelo is one of his favorite foods of all time. Why do I always smell the durian fruit? You smell durian fruit? That's not a good sign. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, of course, I need to ask, what is it like to be nominated as the youngest Juno nominee of all time? And then, of course, as his parents. How proud are you? Are you excited to be nominated for Juno? Yeah. You going to get an award, maybe? I think. You think so? He's pretty excited. He was... He was very excited. He told all his uh, classmates and his brother. He tells his brothers every morning that he's going to maybe get an award. So <laughs> I think he's excited. We're definitely excited. We love, we love going to the Junos. It's always a fun time to see a lot of friends, a lot of uh, fellow musicians that we don't get to see and uh, hang out. And everybody has a great time over the weekend, whether you win or lose. It's always a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been, um, as a band, it's been about 16 plus years of Walk Off the Earth. I know about 10 years that Sarah's been in the band. I mean, back then, you guys probably didn't expect this would be one of the categories you would be nominated in. No. You know what, to be honest, like when Johnny and I first started working together, you know, we did talk a lot. We did have some, we have puppets that are of ourselves. And we did, we did start to see that there were a lot of kids that were, you know, finding our music interesting, interesting or watching our videos. So we definitely didn't intend on it being that way, but it just kind of went that way, which is why it felt so natural for us to do a kid's album. Yeah. And we're, we've always been interested in doing so many different things. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people just do one thing and we'll never do that. So it's like, it's not like we're just moving into kids music. We are, like you said, we just put out a single, we're making, uh, you know, we're working on some movies, we're working on albums, like we're not, we never really stopped other things when we start new things. So this isn't like a new phase in our career. It's just adding on to another idea that we had that we wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. Of course, you mentioned there's a lot in the future that's going on. But of course, before we discuss some of those awoke things with Romeo Eats season two just ending, I'm sure lots of the fans are wondering, they're waiting in anticipation. Is there going to be a season three? And what are some of the foods that maybe Romeo is waiting to try? I think so. I think there's going to be a season three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously we were, we were hoping that the show would kind of catch on and have a fan base and it definitely has done that. So there's a lot of people excited about more episodes. So Romeo is very excited to shoot more episodes. He keeps asking us when he gets to go back to work. (laughs) Yeah. And he's a, he's a big seafood head. So I think we're going to explore more, uh, goodies from the sea in in season three uh, maybe some clams and some lobsters and some uh some crustaceans and stuff like that because he's uh he's a seafood addict we've also found a lot of really amazing foods out here in costa rica that we've never known about before so mm. we could you know there's the romeo dines part of the romeo eat series so every 
fourth episode is a Romeo Dines episode where he goes to a restaurant and experiences all of their courses mm-hmm. and or the whole menu. And so we might need to do something like that out here, find like a delicious exactly lots of place to shoot a romeo dines episode out here oh my goodness one thing that i love about the romeo dines is the the background like i can't remember the The, exact the the announcing yes exactly it's just the way that it goes into it where it's like where he's eating italian food or he's like getting this big steak and it's just like just the like vibrance of the words, like it's just amazing. <laughs> just how ha- like the production that goes into this show. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had some great collaborations on the narration side, but yeah, yeah, we definitely we put a lot into the production. We have a great team that we've kind of been building up over the years. Just with walk off the earth, and never, when we told everyone on the team about the project, they were like, "We want to be part of this." So, and some of the you know the greatest editors in in the t- in town. Um, no, I was just, I think I, I was just saying, you know, we had great, great team behind the project and you can tell by the production and everyone really cared about it and puts so much, so much work into it. So we're really happy with how it turned out. Absolutely. As you should be. And another thing that you guys should be very, very happy about is that new single we mentioned that on me definitely has a very nineties vibe to it. Very, uh, energetic track and you guys also did an open challenge to uh find the guest verse for this song so what was it like to sort of put this track together here yeah it was uh something that we've always wanted to do over the years is kind of be more integrated with the musicians that follow us but it's always kind of been a tricky way to to navigate and then with you know tiktok nowadays it's such uh, a thing that everyone's doing where they're just throwing music out and putting songs out before they're finished and seeing what people think and, and seeing if people want to collaborate on it. And we've been on TikTok for a while now. And we're like, this is this song is perfect for that because we knew we wanted a verse uh, collaboration. So we just threw it out there and we had so many submissions. I'm over a thousand submissions on all platforms. And, and obviously there's some really amazing ones. And then um, D Smoke is a rapper that we actually followed because he had such a great year. Uh, we watched his show on Netflix and he had a great year. He was nominated for a couple of Grammys and we were like, wow. And his literally was incredibly done. So we're like, this is perfect. So we reached out to him. We're like, you want to be actually on the track? And he's like, let's do it. Like he was a fan of us. So. And then we decided that we loved so many of the other ones that we just put a whole bunch of them all together. Yeah. To create one mega verse. Yeah. That's actually my favorite version of the song. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be going, we're actually going to be putting out some, uh, some remix versions with some of the other uh, artists that, collaborated on the on the open verse so some of those will have, some of those artists will have their moment on this on the track as well wow it's uh really cool how a band who like got their like true like explosion through like video media is continuing to use video media to do the exact same thing for other artists yeah i think things are changing so quickly nowadays but we always want to kind of stay on the cusp of those new things because we knew those new things are what gave us our career so we want to, you know, always want to put in the work and stay on top of these cool new uh, technologies and stuff, right? And ways of putting out music because it's moving so fast nowadays, right? So, oh, for sure, absolutely. And of course, one thing that I'm sure you guys are very excited for as well is to take this new song onto the live stage. And you guys actually have a little bit of a tour coming up in June here. So, what is the anticipation like to finally? get back on the road. 
Uh, we can't wait to get back on stage. We did a couple of festivals in September in California, and we actually just did a, a like a semi-private show the other day um, in Oakville. And being on a stage, there's no other feeling like it, obviously. And that's something that we've been seriously missing over the last couple of years. So we cannot wait to get on stage, to feel the energy from the crowds. I mean, just like any other musician who's been kind of put on hold as far as live live touring and live shows go over the last couple of years, we definitely miss that energy. And uh, we're doing some pretty amazing venues. We're doing Budweiser Stage in Toronto, which is our hometown, which is going to be such a fun show. We're doing Carnegie Hall in New York City, which is another iconic venue that we have always wanted to play. So we're pulling out all the stops for those shows. And then, of course, some of our favorite cities. We're doing Boston. We're doing Cleveland. Cleveland. We're doing a couple other places, even within Canada. We're doing some places out east. Yeah, we're going to be uh, announcing some shows in Quebec. Yeah, Quebec. So we're we're excited. We're we're definitely anticipating getting back on stage. All I can say is I can't wait to just run along that front row of people and hug and high five them again and that's what we'll be doing oh absolutely and i can't wait i imagine the fans can't wait to be there in the front row as well doing the exact same thing Ah! yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness uh the world of walk off the earth is so amazing as you guys mentioned with romeo eats Romeo Eats, the album, new songs, a tour. You guys have an upcoming uh, movie, TV series you guys are working on. Like, there's so much going on. What other things are happening in the future for the band here? Uh, Well, we have a cartoon coming. We have a cartoon called Woe in Space that we've been working on um, probably for about six years, but just in the last year and a half, it got picked up and so there's a lot of voiceover work and a lot of stuff like that. It's a really hilarious cartoon. It's for adults as well as kids. Yeah, um, the music on the cartoon is some of them, some of my favorite music that we've ever written. It's it's mm-hmm. the songs are really incredible. So we're excited for people to to experience that. Um, uh, just yeah, other than that, there's some really cool collaborations coming down the, the pipe. We're going to be we're working on uh, working with a lot of different DJs and stuff on some songs and and other than that, we just we're really having a lot of fun making these, you know, 15, 30 second kind of Instagram reels and TikTok videos of us just doing little performances and stuff. People really seem to be digging that. So we're, we have a bunch of those uh, kind of planned out for the next couple of months. And other than that, just uh, living life, trying to be happy and uh, trying to put something into the world that people dig. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people have been digging this new track as well as the Romeo eats and I'm sure they cannot wait for Wot and space and whatever else the future holds. And I thank you both so very much as well as Romeo for joining us here today on the DTP to tell us all about it. Muchas gracias. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. All right, my wondrous ambush and all of you Romeo homies, you can go ahead and check out Romeo eats season one and season two over on youtube you can find walk off the earth and romeo eats a volume one the juno nominated album on your favorite music streaming service where it is there's even a volume two out already too Ooh, you can also go ahead and check out a bet on me the new track that we talked about here today with a walk off the earth 
there as well on your favorite music source streaming service. When you're there, you're going to want to hit follow and you best be going ahead and following the band on your favorite social media platform as well because you heard it here. There is so much going on inside of the world of Walk Off the Earth. You don't want to miss out on it. And the best way to make sure that you don't is to go ahead and follow the band on your favorite social media. Yes! With that, I need to thank Johnny, Sarah, and of course, the amazing Romeo for joining us here on today's episode of the show. It was an absolute pleasure. And I owe that pleasure to the amazing team over at Astrut Entertainment for setting this conversation up. I have to thank German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. And I need to thank you, The Am Bush, for tuning on in. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's easy as subscribing to the show. And you can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and by heading on over to our web store at www.deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere you go. Now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world and let them know just how powerful, wondrous, and beautiful you and your roar are because you are all three of these things and oh so much more. And don't you forget it. And until next time, Ann Bush, bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.